0: hi there i'm rpg enthusiast and dungeon master ryan howard can't get enough rpg talk want to hear interviews with legends of the rpg world want to discover new and interesting games then let me recommend my show rollin bones with ryan howard each week on rollin bones i have conversations with content creators industry legends and gaming enthusiasts about the world of rpgs I also share stories from my gaming table and give advice for players and GMs alike. Sound like the show for you? Then roll your bones over to Rollin'BonesPodcast.com or the podcatcher of your choice and check us out. Rollin Bones with Ryan Howard, your source
1: for the best in RPG interviews. Greetings, peasants. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim speaking. I'm the Dungeon Master, and I want to say thank you very much for listening to this. Today we are on to episode 8 of the God's Eye campaign, and as of, as of today, we've recorded I think, up to episode 11, and are recording episode 12 later today, hopefully, fingers crossed, and things are starting to get pretty crazy and I'm really excited uh, to share the upcoming episodes with you Um, we recently did a say we but I recently did a a campaign planning episode if you are interested to hear the sort of behind the scenes thought process uh, you can check that out and I talk also a bit about maybe what might happen if the players duck into the Feywild for a bit and wouldn't you know it I was going on and on about how there's not very much about the Feywild, and then Wizards of the Coast announces that they're going to be putting out an adventure book set in the Feywild. I think it's called The Wild Beyond the Witchlight. Seems like it could be fun. Uh, So maybe we'll get some more elaborate structure for the Feywild. We'll see. Uh, A couple things before we get into the episode. Real quick, real, real quick. uh, Our giveaway for the $50 gift card... For Nerdy Chicken has ended. Uh, the winner was Michael Whitley. Congratulations, Michael. And thank you, uh, everyone, for entering and participating. Uh, we will absolutely do another giveaway of some kind in the future because we have a lot of things to celebrate, you know? We just passed uh, our three-year anniversary. We we just passed 75,000 downloads. And you know what? Maybe, maybe when we hit 100, maybe we'll do something special for 100,000 downloads couple of other quick things. Uh, I got a message from a listener who had created a solo adventure and put it up on the DMs Guild. And it's called Uncertain Life, uh, written by David Bond. I'll include a link to it in the podcast notes here. What it is, it's a solo adventure for fifth edition. And by a solo adventure, I don't mean like one DM and one Player, I mean, you you have the, the the PDF open, and you play. You have your own dice, your own character. Uh, he, he quite efficiently lays out the setting, uh, has a pretty killer prologue and hook, gets you right into the adventure right away, um, and you go through an escape sequence, a survival sequence at the beginning before you choose your class. And I admit I died before getting to the class, choosing the class part. So it's it's a lot of, it reminded me of, like, it's got a very sort of old school vibe to it. Uh, it's really neat. I, I must admit I didn't get a chance to make it through all the way. It is almost 90 pages, so definitely worth your time and attention to check out if you are wanting something to do between sessions it's it's a lot of it was very interesting uh i'll, I'll I'm going to try to make it all the way through but I'll, I'll link to it in case anybody wants to check it out i highly recommend and something else that i um i guess i should also mention that other listeners of this podcast have been creating their own stuff as well um sean tadson has created a couple adventures on the dm's guild as well as i think a subclass i i can link to his stuff as well. Uh, Another listener named, also named Tim, uh, has been creating modules for another role-playing game called Mothership. Uh, And I'm very excited to uh, have backed the Kickstarter that was posted on our Facebook uh, some time ago. It looks really, really exciting, and I can't wait to play that. Uh, So I'll link to to that as well. Uh, And it dawned on me as I was like thinking about this that everybody who plays this game becomes a creator in some capacity like even if you don't write your own adventure even if you don't dungeon even if you're not a dm creating your own monsters or whatever the the minimum buy in to this game is as a player and even then you're a creator right you're creating your own character presumably unless you just go to a uh, get a like a stock character from From somewhere, and you know what? Nothing against that, but assuming that you don't do that, you're creating something, which I think is really fascinating. That that mostly everyone who participates in this game is a creator in some fashion. Anyways, that's enough of my babbling. I will say that if you're enjoying these episodes, and I really do hope that you are, you know, stick with us because. They're going to get crazier. Uh, There's some really fun encounters that we've recorded that I am very excited to share. So if you're enjoying these episodes, you can really help us out by leaving a rating or review somewhere, or you could simply tell a friend, you know, share us around if you want. Um, We also do have a Patreon where we post three bonus episodes per month. At our nemesis level, which is 10 Canadian dollars... So that's, I don't know, what, like five American bucks, probably, something like that. Uh, you get three bonus episodes a month. You get a new Creating Villains episode, and for June, we're, we're on to the Sorcerer, I think. Uh, you get a Q&A episode where you can ask questions and we do our best to answer them. Uh, in May, we answered the question, what flavor is a green dragon? Is it lime or is it green apple? We ended up, I think, going like the route of a nacho dragon, where green was guacamole although it could have also been salsa verde could have still been lime could have been cilantro really i mean with a nacho dragon take your pick take your pick with with tortilla matt uh, and then you also get a sort of campaign recap where uh myself matt sarah and kevin we just sort of chat about like what's going on in the campaign and what they think is happening what their impressions are. Uh, whether they are enjoying it, things like that. Uh, and Although in the next couple months, we're going to be uh, recording and brainstorming for a Warlock subclass and see if that's any good. So that's that's what's happening in our Patreon. It's a lot of fun. I understand that not everyone uh, feels compelled to support us in that way, and I that's totally fine. Uh, it is there if you feel that that is a reasonable thing for you to do. And I won't harp on about it anymore, so let's just get into this week's episode. Let's rejoin Gutterbird, Chai Spice, and Thaddeus Ulysses
2: Gamble.
0: right, I've been drinking, so tonight will be
1: fun.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Glad we're on a similar page. Nice, nice, nice,
1: nice. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so we were mid-recording... when apparently some people in the Discord got together and did a a hex on uh, Ontario Hydro, specifically the Ontario Hydro in my neck of the woods, and I lost power, and so we had to delay a recording uh, because they said, hey, you're going to be without power for uh, basically a whole day. Uh, Luckily, it was only a little bit more than an hour, but that was enough to sort of torpedo our entire recording session. So we're picking it back up here with... Uh the imp names. Here we go, and Kevin, you're gonna be put on the spot to choose one of these names. Here we go. <laughs> Ordgubbin literally means the strawberry. So o- Ordgubbin. Just just doing a, a recap here. It's Ord. Uh, or, just
2: Ord as a name. It just sounds or- like you're forgetting some of it. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it's
1: it's all spelled as one name Ordgubbin.
2: Oh, it's no separation. No. Oh. I think. Oh, that changes it. That changes it in my mind. A hundred percent. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Sir, Sir Eves of Troth.
0: <laughs> I feel like somebody just looked out their window for that one.
3: <laughs> but I mean, it goes really well with the gutter. Joseph K. Flurfin.
1: J.K. Flurfin. And there's a name just. Yeah J.K. Flurfin. Um, Sam was another one that was put forth. That's too Sam. Out there for
0: me. I can't handle that.
2: <laughs> it's too radical.:
0: <laughs> Grease trap.: <laughs> That one is good.
2: I do a lot of these do, like gutter bird with like the eaves trough, that does work quite well.
0: Oh uh, but,
2: yeah. Yeah, and okay. then, like, was it Grease, grease Stain, was that grease it? Grease Trap. Grease Trap, Gutter Bird, like, dear, they do go well.
0: Dear, kind name submitter, it's not that kind of gutter, but I appreciate
2: it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Gunther was another one. Mm-hmm. Gunther. Gunther. I like Gunther. Jamie Peabody. And I, I should like say it. the P is the middle initial. It's Jamie P oh. Body.
3: You mean he could be Mr.
2: Body? Yeah. Oh. Uh, there's a lot
1: of mysteries opportunity. Mysteries abound. Yeah, there's
2: yeah. opportunity there.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Quirk, this Q-W-E-R-G, I feel like you'd score pretty high in Scrabble with that one.
0: I feel like that is... Oh, for sure. That's like the top row of the keyboard and then just a little diagonal move at the end there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Like someone right. just
2: button mashed? Yeah. yeah.
3: They went for Quirk but missed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ankle biter? Mm hmm. <laughs> S- squirrel Slayer.
0: <laughs> I feel like Squirrel Slayer is gonna make it in no matter what. Like that's gonna be the title.
1: Oh, okay. Um
2: Oh, so it's gonna be like whatever the Squirrel Slayer.
0: I feel yeah. like we owe it to the to the person.
2: That's true. It's a good was is it a pontification? What is the one of your
3: I I believe it is, but it's also um like I said in the last one, we got to go full Daenerys Targaryen with this. Which oh, just is, like he gets like eighteen titles. So maybe
2: yeah. we just see how many of these we can actually put on the ending of this name.
0: I feel like anytime he does anything, we need to add. He it gets a new. So it's like yes, yeah, <laughs> Slayer of. You're right. It starts out small. It, it starts, starts out small. small. Slayer of squirrels, overhearer of conversations, dealer of notions.
1: Hmm. Heart Piercer, the Bane of Raccoons.
0: The Bane of Raccoons, (laughs) yes. Yep, I knew there was another one.
1: (laughs) Um, And then I don't know if this is like, if it's Billy and then Jack and then Dick Dick, or if it's Billy, Jack, Dick Dick.
3: (laughs) I I now remember going on the tangent
0: of Dick Dick. (laughs) I
2: mean, tiny little antelopes are quite delightful. Tim, when your
0: power went out, we talked about Dick Dicks for like an extra 20 minutes. Yeah. Wait, what is a dictic? It's
3: like a
2: addictic is an, an is a little antelope thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. Huh?
2: It's a tiny little creature. It's fucking cute, man.
3: They're about the size of uh, most English hares.
1: They are eternal. They're yeah. that small? Uh, oh.
2: Yeah. yeah. And they're like little, little tiny deers. Like, it's like a house hippo, but a tiny deer. Like, that is the size that we're literally talking about. They also
3: happen to have orbital glands.
2: Yep. Orbital glands?
3: Yep. They have glands in their orbital bone, or at least eye area. Enough.
0: Um,
2: What did the Kevin, you must choose. (laughs) I need more about the glands. That affects so much. Okay. But it's Kevin's decision. I feel like we need epic music in the background. Edit and post.
1: Whatever you pick, you must, you have to pick... The dusty chalice. Otherwise, you'll die.
2: Oh shit! The
1: drink dust.
2: Um, <laughs> the cup of the carpenter. Now is the time.
1: I
0: forget. Are we awarding? Is is, is the is the naming the prize of its own, or uh, the prize on its own?
1: I mean, these are suggestions. I mean, you you have, at the end of the day, you have veto power. This is your familiar. I hate all of them. <laughs>
0: No, but Okay, so I think that my my dream for this is going to be, so let's say Grand Prize with some runner-ups for titles. Let's call it that. Okay, okay. Okay. I love the idea of Gutterbird and Grease Trap, because as I mentioned in our previous uh, recording situation, it reminds me of, um, it's like a Banjo-Kazooie sort of scenario. It's a bit of a wingnut and screw loose from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. grand prize, grease trap. Who is okay. the slayer of squirrels and bane of raccoons?
2: I like Rando. I like Rando. that wow. quite a lot.
0: Also, deep pull On the Ninja Turtles.
3: Reference.
2: Yeah, that one I was like, oh, where do I vaguely? Wow, shit, yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well done. We're talking. I'm talking Gutter Baxter Stockman. I'm talking Mondo Gecko. Like I'm talking all of that old Ninja Turtle shit.
2: Love it. I love it a lot.
0: Give me a break, man, like we don't know about it. Yeah. You're right there along with me. Quick poll for the group. Do we prefer Bebop and Rocksteady, or do we prefer uh, Toko and Rezar?
1: Now, here's the thing. Wait, the names or the characters? Characters. Oh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, Rocksteady. Yeah, okay, I figured. Yeah, I figured.
0: It was really, this was going to be my way to, like, whittle down my friend group, but you guys are all still there. (laughs)
2: I'm so glad we made the cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: the last time that we played, you obtained a second piece of Starfall by beating the shit out of a gigantic spider. And then, when you did not teleport into a, a different uh, time or space, you decided not to go back out of the sanctuary uh, because you had definitely deceived Uh, Rune and the Knights of the Web. So you decided to make a arduous descent from the hills and then make your way northwards towards the second Starfall location, somewhere near the border with Mistreach as outlined in the Venn diagram in your journal. Not your journal, Venn's journal. On the way, you leveled up and at the end of the day of, of traveling on foot because none of you have horses, you came across, so you, just to set the stage again, uh, you were sort of going on these established roads. Uh, there's, you know, some some small farmsteads that you passed, and then you're getting to sort of a more forested area when the traveling day was coming to an end. It is dusk. The l- light of the day is fading. Cool night air is is, you know, coming on. You came across a group of travelers on the side of the road who invited you warmly to sit with them, it turns out, hang on, let me get their names, because there were a few names here. You're the note taker. Okay, so there was uh, there were six of them, actually, because I I stupidly decided to make a group that big. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hastings and Hobson, they are brothers. Emerson, their friend. Uh, Charity, Hastings' wife. Fiona, the daughter of Hastings and Charity. And then a, a more physically imposing... Individual named Kiogen Bearhunter, who, after uh, some some quick conversation, you found out. I, I think I don't know if we actually got this far, but uh, he he's their, essentially their driver, and maybe some hired protection.
3: Yeah, he's essentially a merc.
1: Right. So they are pilgrims, and they are going northwards as well, uh, because Hastings is receiving visions of something further north. And uh, Thaddeus had drawn the symbol that he had seen in the other ruined Rinvale that appeared on Elden White's armor that appeared scrawled on several locations in town. And that was marked on the cultist's hand that you, I guess still have in your possession, although it's probably getting pretty ripe.
2: Oh God. Gross. Forgot about that.
1: So you, you drew that in the dirt uh, to, his, to his surprise, and this is where we're picking up. Hastings is confounded that, uh, that you know of this, too. He wants to know more. He wants to know how you know about this.
3: Uh, he's asking Thaddeus directly? Oh, yeah. Well, Hastings, my friend, uh, we had a bit of a, a run-in with what I would refer to as some 'er Uh, ne'er-do-wells. Individuals that sought to harm innocent folks, and they were very interested in this symbol. And I can't help but be concerned about any sorts of acts of providence as having had minor ones of my own, I need to... I feel compelled to ensure that individuals that also have visions or seek pilgrimages are often seeking truth, not
1: outlets for anger. Uh, He's... Not quite sure what you mean He says, is this What are you saying, is this What what does this mean, you obviously have some. You've got more experience than me This is just something that I've been seeing But you've It is
3: often From what we have seen It is often associated with death
1: His face kind of like He sort of like Sinks back into himself and looks just completely dejected, like, death in a bad way? <laughs> I have seen quite
3: the amount of death in my time. I have witnessed old men share a last breath and word with their loved ones. I have witnessed, and there is an, like, a visible pause when he's saying this. I have witnessed young men betrayed and killed on the field of battle and an even longer pause now before he says and I have witnessed sons taken far too early from their fathers. There is very little I can say about death being a good thing outside of the natural order. There isn't anything I've seen occurring with this symbol that strikes me as the natural order. But that being said, we don't know everything about it yet, and we are working towards finding out
1: more. So Hastings' brother speaks up and he says, "Listen, brother, th- these—how do you, you, you can't take what he says as." Total truth. We don't we don't know them. They're strangers. We just know that that you you've been chosen for some great purpose. So we we should still go. We should still follow through with this. Uh, but you can really see the doubt sort of setting in, um, uh, settling into Hastings. He he sort of like asks you. He's like, I sold I sold my farm. Like, oh my, what am I going to do? Is this is this a fool's errand that I'm on? Like what? What should I do? Please tell me, good sir. Hastings, there is nothing wrong with what you've
3: done. There isn't. You've taken a chance on faith. That's something that is difficult to do, especially as an intelligent and obviously well-meaning individual such as yourself. You came out here with your family, you came out here with Protection? You weren't making this decision lately. Who knows? This could lead to something even better. You could wind up finding yourself in a situation where you wind up with more wealth than you thought you had on your farm. There's nothing wrong with change. But I will caution you to not necessarily blindly follow the visions you are given. I only request that you. Use your mind as well as your heart. I'm not here to dissuade you from your course. In fact. If you're going with it. I think it's a good idea for us to go with you for at least a time. We're heading the same direction anyway. Uh, but. That is my humble thought process. I will defer to. The individual. The individual. Myself and my friend here, and he gestures to Gutterbird, are tasked with keeping safe. And he uh, literally just looks over at Chai, awaiting her input, (laughs) as he sees Sarah's fist in her mouth.
2: (laughs) Chai thinks Thaddeus makes some promises his body can't catch. uh okay oh god uh, I think what Chai would probably go into is like almost kind of trying to ignore the promise he's just made or I, suggestion I suggestion. We could go with
3: them for a time uh, I never said we were going to anyway. go for
2: more than a day anyway <laughs> so I think she's just going to try and get more information out of Hastings so I think she's going to be like listen I, I'm sure this is a noob experience for everybody and everyone's got to their own uh Interactions with the symbol, and I think it, I think caution is always good, but that doesn't mean that everyone's experience will be the same. But um, could could you go on about like when did these start for you? How often do they like? How are you seeing these symbols?
1: Uh, so he he tells you that they started several days ago, um, just sort of before. Um, well, obviously it's been less than a day since the starfall came down, uh, so it's he they started for him um a, a few days ago like you know maybe maybe on or b- slightly before you arrived in Rinvale uh he sees them mostly in like idle hours like um primarily during his sleep in his dreams
2: Are, is the symbol ever seen with anything else or is it just the symbol uh not s- so much,
1: he doesn't so much see other things, but he sort of has this feeling that he has trouble articulating in terms of, of how he knows where to go. Um, it's sort of like a uh, he feels like he's, he's sort of like a fish on a line, and he's just, just sort of being steadily drawn in a certain direction that he can't quite it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like a, a sinister force. Uh it feels like a you know a very grand calling almost. Uh well that's what he thought until Thaddeus started talking.
2: <laughs> uh where where was your farm?
1: Uh he sort of gestures to the like southeast, you know, sort of like um maybe a half a day's journey from you know around the sort of the, like the base of of the hill that Rinvale's on. So not not too terribly far.
2: I think I'll look to my friends and I'll be like, it has been quite a long day for us. Uh, it sounds like you as well. I I think it might be best if we rest, but we can definitely uh, start our day off tomorrow together and go on. But uh, my duties might call us elsewhere. Just trying to cover and leave it open-ended. <laughs> <laughs> um but, yeah, I think I would then get up, it's like, so, um, g- night to all of you, and I will, uh, and I'll just kind of, like, almost gesture, as, like, is it okay if we maybe set, it, like, sleep by, like, I don't know, the other side of the camp, like, a little bit away kind of thing, but, like, still probably close-ish to them? Yeah. Okay, so I'll probably pull these guys over. Indefinitely, uh, so that it is just us that can hear this, and I'm definitely keeping a, a strong eye on where Bear Hunter is. Uh, I'm just basically going to say, like, look, we don't, we don't know how many other people have been getting these visions. We don't know how many people are now on their way, or how many people were closer to this God's eye. But if it gets in the wrong hands, or big fat bad guys' hands, uh, there will be a a hurt that this world will not be able to recover from, as we know. Uh, So I suggest we rest up quickly and make as much speed as we can. Mm -hmm. Sounds good to me. Uh, So I'll maybe suggest, since I just do my weird meditation thing, if someone else wants to do watch first, I'll do that, and then that way I can kind of see where everyone, if anything happens during the night, if they... uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm untrusting of this group still not, not obviously my guys, but like the group we've just stumbled across.
1: Okay. Sure. So yeah, it's, it's late enough and everybody's sort of getting ready to, to sort of, you know, turn in anyways. Um, the, uh, the, the traveling group has sort of a bit of a, like a canvas, uh, overhang that they have, uh, off of their, uh, wagon. Um, Fiona, the the young girl, um, well, I should say young. She's more like a young woman. Uh, continues to sort of strum softly on the lute for a little bit, and it's actually quite soothing as you sort of you know drift off, um, and everybody sort of mostly turns in. You can you can sort of hear like the murmured t- uh, chatter of uh, Hastings and his and his wife as they, you would imagine, sort of wrestle with the implications as to what you've told them. Um, and if I could get sort of the—I don't know if Thaddeus and Gutterbird are just going to go straight sleepy by, and Chai is going to do the meditation, or if uh, you're going to take any shifts or, or or what?
0: I can take the the first watch. I haven't uh, feel guilty for not contributing to the watches and to the, you know, so I'm, I want to get
2: in there. I guess basically, then after the four yeah. hours, I'll just be up.
3: Basically, if you take if you take two, I'll take two.
0: It
1: takes two, baby. <laughs> so me and you, <laughs> Gutterbird, and then Thaddeus, and then Chai.
2: I would probably just uh, to Gutterbird uh, before I kind of go to bed. I would just kind of wander. I was like, I would also suggest maybe uh, keeping your cloak on. I don't know what they'll foresee with the tattoos and the thing. I don't. I'm still very untrusting. Uh, so just keep your wits up, Keep your wits about you. And so, about
1: um, like a little, a little over an hour goes past, uh, and Gutterbird is, uh, you know, uh, you know, staying alert. He, you can, even though you're in sort of a lightly forested area, you can see like a rich blanket of stars overhead through the uh, through the sort of the, like the light uh, canopy of the uh, of this wooded area. The fire, you know, continues to to burn. It it does die down a little bit uh, after a while. Um, somebody, you know, sort of gets up to stoke it every now and then and put a little bit more wood on. But it's it's fairly dim, so it's it's just casting a a sort of dim light and sort of these low orange, um, this low orange glow, sort of like playing off all around the trees. And at some point, you see the figure of. Um, Charity, Hastings' wife like sort of like tentatively walking towards you uh, could you make a quick perception check?
0: Um, so um,
1: I have got an 18 Wow yeah, that's, what I want. that's what I wanted to hear Okay, so Charity is a woman I think like early early to mid 40s I think and she, she approaches you and sort of you know holds out her hand as if like to sort of get your attention because she's not totally sure if you're asleep or awake. And she's like, hey, can, I, can I ask, you, I, I'm so sorry to bother you, but I, I, just, I have so many questions and I was just hoping that you could maybe help.
0: Okay. I say tentatively, implying that maybe I won't tell her everything, but I'll do my best to tell her what I can
1: this this symbol and what you know about about it is it dangerous for us to go and like would you would you try to stop people from I don't know I guess would you try to stop people from from learning more is all, all I really want to know.
0: I would say it's important to definitely exercise caution while pursuing this and to certainly know that we've encountered it in less than ideal circumstances Um, that being said we are trying to get to the bottom of some mysteries related to it Um, so we'll certainly be uh, certainly as curious as you are but very um, trepidatious when pursuing it
1: she asks if you've thought about maybe just leaving it alone
0: constantly but the the mystery of it and the the uh, situation that we're currently embroiled in also has a bit of a draw and a bit of a pull to get to the to the bottom of it per se and to to um, sort of solve this mystery and to to kind of overcome the the uh, nefarious actors who are uh, involved with it So we are sort of Interested in accompanying your your uh, crew, and your team, um, but still certainly um, suggest extreme caution.
1: She gives you a like a um, a gentle smile and she says, "Accompanying us, I'm afraid that won't be necessary." And with your 18 perception, you notice that the figures of Emerson. Hastings and Hobson are all standing also. And then you hear the snap of a lute string behind you.
0: This is the mm. D&D equivalent of a Disney Channel record scratch? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you, <it's, laughs> you know that the daughter was playing the uh, a lute. And you hear a string break. Uh, from behind you, somewhere, and um, I think you should roll, <laughs> roll some initiative. I uh. love <laughs> the idea of like, Burr. yep,
0: that's yeah. me. You may be wondering yep. how I found myself in this situation.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's the still for the the freeze frame where it's like, <laughs> shit's gonna happen.
1: So I've got a twelve. So what's, um, can you just like in a, in a word or two, like what's, what's Trap's personality like? Is he super uptight? Is he laid back? Is he as awkward as you? <laughs>
0: um, I would say he is the opposite of me. Um, he comes from a place where he's seen just so much insanity and shenanigans and nonsense that these sort of, um, you know, supernatural, but still human concerns are very, you know, whatever to him. Um, but he's been kind of bound to me, mm. so I think he's got a bit of a, you know, a bit of an attitude in a funny way. A bit of a, yeah, I'll go check that out for you. Whatever, who cares? Kind of uh, kind of idea.
1: Mm, okay, so he thinks like, he's like sass. he's he's sort of like above uh, <laughs> above the goings on of the material plane, but kind of shackled there. Okay, cool. So he. You you hear him in your in your ear because he's you know still around but invisible. He's like, oh hey, hey man, this <laughs> girl behind you and she's gonna try to garrote you. Oh yeah, here she goes.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I understand. It wasn't onomatopoeia It was the uh, <laughs> the beginnings of an assassination attempt. Yeah. <laughs> it was done with intent,
3: not with uh, surprise, like in a
0: western. Uh oh, goes.
1: Okay. Okay. So I don't actually. You know what? I should have looked up the rules for a garage. Um. Okay. So you you maybe like get your hand up real quick, but the this lute string still like wraps kind of like sort of around your neck. Okay. And you're going to take uh, five points of, geez, would it be slashing or piercing? I don't know. Let's say slashing damage. I'm sure it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, five points. And you are grappled. You're. I'm assuming that you're sort of like in a sitting position too, not quite prone, but uh, mm-hmm. right. It, it is also now your turn.
0: All right. I think what I would like to do is use my dagger to try and, um, you know, reach behind and maybe get a bit of an, a, a bit of a nick, a bit of a slice in there to try and just distract um, my uh, my assailant, and I might be able to, you know, just loosen that a little bit and at least get some breath. Ideally, um, you
1: know, try and get free. So are you, are you trying to stab her Or are you trying to cut the cut the wire hmm.
0: Originally it was stabbing But now that I know there's a cutting the wire option <laughs> No I don't think that's going to happen Because I think I'd cut my own head off So I do believe I'm trying to <laughs> I'd like to just try and You know just, just show that I'm going to put up a fight And maybe it's time to back off of it
1: Okay Alright go ahead and roll a d20
0: <sighs> Well I'm dead I <laughs> rolled a, a one on that one. Oh. oh, no. So I'm just flailing.
1: Now, you know what? This would be a prime time to try to oh, use yes. your lucky feet.
2: That you so <laughs> clearly remember you have.
1: Yeah, I did remember that,
0: actually. <laughs> this time. Um, and that works for me where I get it's a second roll, right? Yep. Okay, perfect. Come on. Why are you fucking kidding me? Um, I have rolled a second one. <laughs> oh, so oh, no. I'd like for you to take your luck and shove it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's
0: incredible. That's unbelievable. Wow. I think. I'm thinking it's unbelievable because I probably can't utter the words. I, I will say this. Uh, it's also on-brand for the
2: podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: pretty on point. Wow. Wow Should we change the
0: name of the podcast to just Natural One? (laughs) Yeah. I think that
3: exists already. Mm. Oh, cool.
1: We'll see if they still exist by the time this episode comes out. uh, Oh, shit. Okay, uh, are you going to do anything else on your turn? Um, I mean...
0: (sighs) All right. Um... So would that be like a bonus action, or can I try and like, what are what would be my options at this point, having rolled twice?
1: Um, I think if you have inspiration, you could try again, um, and also like talking or yelling uh, is is considered a free action, so you could try to alert your um, your companions.
0: I think I'd like to, like, quietly, or, you know, as much as, as much as I'm able to get out, I imagine I'm not a clear, you know, clear voice able to project at the moment, but I would like to kind of utter to, um, uh, to Greasetrap to, you know, awaken my, my
1: compatriots, if I could. All right, man. Yeah, you got it. All right, I'll go wake him up.
2: He's so mellow.
0: So chill, even... <laughs> Even in this scenario,
2: right?
3: You've got the Mac- Matthew McConaughey of fucking
1: familiars. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, um, while that happens, um, that a pretty good southern well. It. Well, you know what? God damn it! God damn it,
2: Matt. <laughs>
1: You're you're poisoning the well. Okay, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> and so, with <laughs> a grease trap, uh, going to give a little bit of a wake up call to Chai and Thaddeus. Uh, in the meantime, Charity will produce a a very poor quality knife. And try to take a stab at Gutterbird. Oh my god. Oh, and that's a natural 20. Fuck! Okay. Uh, so that's gonna be eight points of piercing damage. As she just. You know, I, I imagine that your legs are kind of kicking around and she just jams you, pokes you real good. Yeah. And the other three are going to sort of use their turn to converge on the group. They won't have an attack this round. And you can sort of hear Kyogen over by the, uh, over by the, uh, like a tree near the fire. He goes, what the heck is going on? And when that happens, uh, one of the one of the men sort of peels off and goes back. You can see that he's brandishing a knife and he's heading towards Kyogen.
2: Oh no! But we might have a friend.
1: Okay. Uh, let's see. Chai and Thaddeus, can you roll initiative, and we'll see where you fit into this whole mess. Oh,
2: I hope. I hope. Promptly. (laughs) Of course. Did he fucking get a natural one?
3: No, I rolled high. So now that we've passed (laughs) twelve.
2: Ah shit!
1: I think I'm in the same boat.
2: I got a twenty-one.
1: I got a fifteen. Chai, you're awoken uh with like a little bit of a like a little bit like some some little creature tugging your eyelids open. And be like,
2: oh, oh, oh god. Comfortable. Hey. Good. I mean I'm from the Feywild. It's probably not that far off from the shit I've seen. Hey,
1: hey Landrin. Uh hey, just hey, want hey. you to take a look over there, see what's going on, see if you want to hop in.
2: <laughs> some shit's going down. You might wanna you might yes. wanna take a look. And let's then look. and then oh, you oh, feel like this
1: fluttering away. <laughs> Goes over to Thaddeus and does the same thing. Hey, big guy, just uh, just thought you might want to know what's going down.
3: Five more minutes.
1: No, can't can't do. No can <laughs> do, big guy. Yeah. <laughs> Boss okay. is gonna be mighty upset if something happens to his flesh puppet.
3: <laughs> God damn nice. it! Great nice.
2: his Flesh puppet.
1: Okay, Chai, yeah, you you are now at the top of the order. You see okay. you see, not far from you, probably like within 10 feet, uh, there's a, y- a young girl who ha- is strangling Gutterbird with something. Uh, there's a farmer's wife stabbing at him, and then there's two men standing close by. One of them is sort of uh, over by the fire facing away.
2: Uh, first, I'm still kind of like on the ground, right? Like yep. I'm uh, sleeping-ish. Mm-hmm. Okay, first I'm going to like as like just getting out my hands are kind of like on the ground I would imagine so I'm literally actually just going to like spread my fingers as wide as I can and like actually kind of like dig them into the ground so it looks like I'm like rooting myself and I'd like like from that basically you know if it was brighter you might have actually seen it but like basically like I'm gonna Grow like spiky fucking vines from my fingers and make them shoot out of the ground where uh, the three of them are coming towards us. Like, so how wide apart are they?
1: I think that they're within like a like a ten foot radius of each other.
2: Perfect. So, because the spell has a twenty foot radius Mm. centered on the point I choose within range, which is definitely happens. So, uh, I am casting. Spike growth. <gasps> oh,
1: no, not spike growth.
2: So, I... <laughs> not spike growth. Okay, Katie uh, okay, so Katie this, had
1: this spell as, as Vanna in the other campaign, and it's friggin' nasty. It's a nasty it customer.
2: It is real nasty. So, uh, the ground in a 20-foot radius centered on a point within range twists and sprouts hard spikes and thorns. The area becomes difficult terrain for the duration. Um, so, I'm going to capture the three uh that are coming towards and like hopefully obviously like one of them is you said we had kind of turned to go back towards uh what's his face bear under right Mm -hmm. okay so i want those guys to be captured by this uh when a creature moves into uh or within the area it takes two d4 piercing damage for every five feet it travels Uh, The transformation of the ground is camouflaged to look natural. Any creature that can't see the area at the time of the spell is cast must make a wisdom saving throw to see if they can recognize the terrain as being hazardous. So I want them to be gnarled up in that. Mm. And then as my bonus action... So yeah, so, oh, so do th- I guess they would take the would they take it right away or is it only when they move? Hold on.
1: I think it'll be pro- Yeah, well y- you tell me if they.
2: When a creature moves into or is within the area. Or
1: is within the area. Okay, so.
2: It, it's, it's, it's badly worded. It says when the creature moves into or within the area.
1: Moves yes, within so the so it area. So moves yes. within it's the moving. area.
2: Sorry, yes. Okay, so they they don't take the damage yet, but they have to anytime they're going to try and move, they take two d4 for each five feet they're trying to get through it. And it's still difficult terrain, so they can their movement is halved.
1: Right, okay. Wow. And I'm not awake
2: yet. No, not yet. And then, but you're about... You might about to be. So, I am going to use my bonus action to use my uh, fey ability. Uh, and I'm going to basically fey step to be in between the two... People that are trying to slice and dice Gutterbird.
1: So one, one's, in, one's in front of him, one's behind. So you're gonna have to sort of.
2: i yeah. guess I'll kind of be beside Gutterbird then, so I can be like attack either one. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay, so uh, because I am an Autumn, I believe I still am. Uh, immediately after you use your face step, up to two creatures of your choice, which I'm choosing those two, two. within ten feet. Yep. Must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed from, by me for one minute.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Okay.
2: I don't know if it's gonna work, but either way, I'm there to help if something else happens, <laughs> or provide a secondary target minimally <laughs> so he doesn't die immediately.
1: Okay. So you just can you describe like how it looks when you when you appear out of a face step.
2: Uh ooh. is it like
1: a whoosh of leaves?
2: Well that yeah, I think basically like it's almost like a it's,
3: it's a John Woo movie but with leaves?
2: Yeah, like I'm just like I almost like I'd like to think that like Leaves instead I'm, of
1: doves? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I like with the spike growth being there, it's like almost like probably like I kind of like get lost into like some like in essence like fall leaf colors and I almost get blown through the air, but it happens so quickly you don't realize that it's this is what's happening. And yeah, and I almost like reform out of the, the leaves.
1: Ooh, neat. Very neat. Okay, so Charity, who s- stabbed Gutterbird, looks up at you, and you can see that her eyes, like, there's no pupils there. They're, they are totally black, but then, like, Ooh. she looks up at you and, like, stops stops attacking Gutterbird, and is like, you, you are carrying them. And... Oh, shit. The one who's strangling him is is like, she is carrying them. We must. Oh kill. no! So, <laughs> Ch- Charity is charmed by you, who uh, that's that's the sort of the, the mother. She's yeah. charmed. Fiona, who's doing the garroting, is not charmed.
2: Okay, I'll take it. It's better than nothing.
1: So that takes us to uh, Fiona, who's going to. Release Gutterbird from the grot, and she's going to pick up her loot and look at Chime like, "You carry them. We must obtain." And she's going to swing that loot at you. Wow! I rolled an eighteen with the loot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that hits.
1: Uh, It's going to be four points of bludgeoning damage as this loot just breaks over your head. I feel like there's some kind of like WWE star that breaks a guitar, isn't there?
0: Oh, Sounds
2: there like a definitely Stone Cold Steve Austin kind of move. Mm. Well, I mean... That's the chair, isn't it? I
3: yeah. mean, in a clash like this... Oh, for God's
2: No? No
1: one? The clash? No, no. Fiona, okay, so she breaks the loot over your head and then she's going to get up onto the ropes and, uh, and just get ready to like jump... Jump on to no, um, so that's that's her turn. She breaks that loot, and uh, you take that damage. And now it is Gutterbird. You are now free. Still, still sort of sitting down. What uh, what are you going to do?
0: I would like to stand up as quickly as possible, and I would like to. Um, what's that? What's the distance between? Um, between me and. Uh, so, what was the name of the the woman garroting me?
1: Fiona. Um, she's Fiona, like okay. she's within she's arm's it, reach. You know? yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. The mom is charmed, though, so she's temporarily neutralized.
0: I'm feeling vengeful at the moment. And I would like to try and get some clearance between me and Fiona and myself, so I think I'd like to just try the classic Eldritch Blast.
1: Okay. She's not even looking at you She is transfixed by by Chai So go ahead and roll a d20 And don't forget you're adding 6 to whatever you roll
0: Then I have rolled a 7 Oh my god <laughs> Is that your third one? Oh
2: yes. my god You have that lucky still
1: I can use that anytime. time You can use it 3 times per long rest
2: yeah, three times for a long rest. So, all right, I'm taking it. More. I'm doing it. Give me I'm another. Sw- I swear to God, please, please. <sighs>
1: if this is a one,
0: I'm signing off.
2: Yeah, I think <laughs> if it's a one, I think yeah, I think he just dies. I'm signing, <laughs> I'm signing off, and scim- I'm, get,
0: I'm getting in the tub, and that's it. <laughs> okay, here we go. What? No.
1: <gasps> no, Kevin. You're, Kev, you're no. fucking with us. He's fucking with us. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kevin. What is happening? Can you can you just throw that out forever? What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: did Cagney replace that with uh, like yeah, a trick did dice? Ca-
2: <laughs> did you piss her off for the night
0: or something like that? She's we just dice. made pasta together. It was romantic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you followed that up with, well, I'm going to go play D&D now, babe.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: thanks for the dinner. Thanks for the dinner, babe. <laughs> oh,
3: oh, my
2: God. That's oh my horrific. God. That... Oh my god. You know what's
0: great though is that it's happened now. So ideally, it's never going to happen again. Yeah, what
3: are the odds? Ideally, what are the ideally.
2: odds? Ideally.
3: Wow. You rolled two you've rolled the dice 5 times and you've gotten two numbers.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think perhaps a, maybe this week I'll, news, I'll just bro. drop off some new dice to your house. Perhaps sounds like someone needs some
1: dispel dice.
2: Yes, exactly. Dispel the ones. <laughs> yeah, dispel. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's horrific. Wow.
1: Dispel all your bad times from the table.
0: <laughs> Unreal. Okay, so there you go. A one. Wow.
1: Wow. I almost feel like wow. ending the podcast just totally. This is, this is <laughs> just, the end. You, you know what? You
3: could do. You could get away with it though, because it's like it's a singularity at this
2: point. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, yeah.
1: No gravity can escape from four ones.
0: I think this is going to drive me. This is going to drive me to drink. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> mm. Well done. Okay. All right. Um, that brings us to Thaddeus
3: alright so Thaddeus uh, takes off his bandage to sleep so he's just going to get up he's got his scar visible he's got his holy symbols out for the world and he surveys the situation he didn't see the spike growth spell so he doesn't see that terrain
2: you can make a wisdom, uh, perception check against the spell save to see if you can tell that it's hazardous.
3: Um, what he does see is there's the three men. It's Hastings, Emerson, and Lake. Hobson.
0: Hobson. Are you thinking of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer?
2: Yeah, I think
0: that's, exactly <laughs> that's where I was going with it. Yeah, <laughs> I,
2: know, I was like Lake.
0: All right. <laughs> um. Okay,
3: so those three guys—only one of them—is moving towards Bear Hunter. Yes. What are the other two doing?
1: Uh, well, it's not their turn yet, but they looked like they were advancing upon Gutterbird.
3: Thaddeus is going to uh, start. He's gonna get up. Kind of. <laughs> it's almost perfunctory at this point. He's just like, "Ah, oh, son of a bitch, <laughs> pick up the sword, start walking towards." I
2: told two. you so. <laughs>
3: start walking towards the two guys. Um, But as he's walking over, he's going to look uh, to um, Bear Hunter and say, My friend, you seem to not be under the influence of this fell magic, so uh, what do you say you lend us a hand? Or better yet, I'll lend you a bear. And I uh, cast Shield of Faith so that it looks like he's got a giant bear head in his chest.
1: Ooh, (laughs) alright. Woo, cool.
3: So he has plus two AC." On the bear hunter.
2: Damn! Making them friends, see. Well, he's... I'm a charming guy.
3: <laughs> Despite not having a single charm spell. Uh, and I will walk up and uh, transpose myself in between Gutterbird and uh, the two silly boys. Um, do I notice anything about them that would lead me to suspect that they aren't acting under their own volition.
1: Yes, their eyes, there's no whites in their eyes. Their eyes are totally obscured by this sort of cloudy darkness.
3: Okay, uh, then as I do this, I'm going, uh, Thaddeus is going to say out loud, I'm not here to kill the innocent, and you don't seem to be a monster to me. So it looks like I'm just going to slap you around till you come to your senses. And I am going to, uh, Thaddeus is going to, it's not, I want to do non-lethal damage to these guys essentially is what I'm getting at, but I want to kind of flavor it. Okay. So it's not going to be the great sword. It's actually going to be the morning star, but I want to have it as like the morning star actually has like a case over the spikes so that I don't sit on it and stab myself in the ass kind of thing. Mm. It's got so some... it's... Each spike has a cork on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've child-proofed this. <laughs> so I'm going to um, take a, a swing at...
2: It now just looks like those giant foam Q-tips from like America's Gladiator. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Definitely the American uh, Gladiator joust
0: yeah. uh,
1: batons.
3: Now, is Hastings in front of me, or did he go after the bear hunter?
1: Uh, you think it looks like Emerson's gone okay. after... Hugan so the two brothers are in front of you.
3: Okay, uh, then I'm gonna smack Hastings first. Uh, doesn't 11 hit this peasant? Ooh, just misses. Ah, oh, damn. I only have one attack for this at this level, so <laughs> I have protected our hopeful friend. Uh, as I swing at them, uh, yeah, mostly I'm trying like Thaddeus is gonna be ta- he's trying to get the point across with what he had said to everybody that these people clearly are not try- that they aren't trying to hurt us they are puppets of an individual trying to hurt us
1: Hobson is going to run full speed at you and I would say that's probably 10 feet so Sarah can you roll 4d4 12 points of
2: piercing damage
1: so you hear Hobson say, like, he he holds this sort of crappy-looking short sword, and he says, in a voice that doesn't really have, like, a lot of anger in it, he says, You seek to obstruct the will of the master. And he just runs forward, and the spike growth turns his legs into shredded cabbage, and he falls over dead before, like, at your feet. Ooh. Uh, Hastings looks at his deceased brother... And he takes his dagger, which he was going to use to stab you. And he sort of, like, looks around him. And then he th- he's going to throw his dagger instead of trying to stab you with it. <laughs> so that's going to be an unnatural 20.
2: Hey, that hits.
1: Ooh, seven points of piercing damage.
2: Ooh, that, that, that... She's feisty.
1: Okay, so, uh... Kyogen's going to get to his feet emboldened by the fact that he is sort of a glowing bear now. He's going to try to uppercut Emerson. And he succeeds. And nearly takes Emerson's head clean off.
3: (laughs) I mean, the guy fights bears.
1: And Emerson sort of reels barely conscious he murmurs something like with a broken jaw about obeying the master and he fumbles forward through the spike growth and impales himself several ways from Sunday uh, on some spikes and now we're back up to Chai so just to recap uh, we've got Hastings toe to toe with Thaddeus we have Charity who's charmed by you and then we have Fiona who just bonked you on the noggin with a loot uh
3: Tim, out of clarity, did I walk through the spike growth at all?
1: Uh, I assume that you that you um, stopped at its perimeter that uh, when you were approaching it, I just assumed that Chai would have been like heads up, spikes
2: Yeah <laughs> Yikes, spikes! Yikes, spikes! I'm gonna not attack well, the one that's charmed by me, I'm gonna leave for now
1: uh, how, so, how long does that charm last? Does she get to repeat a saving throw? Is that what happens?
2: She can repeat the saving throw. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't actually say in the Fae thing. It just says that pre. That, oh no, it does say one minute. So for the battle, I must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed, or just be charmed by one minute. So until any of my companions deal damage to them. So she does not remake the save. She is just what? charmed by me. Oh,
1: fascinating.
2: That is nice. That is a nice little... little thing. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to... uh, cast Poison Spray... on Fiona, the shillelagh... or the loot... lady. Uh, and I'm going to make it be... Uh, while she's, like, up in my business... It's just cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, basically. I was gonna, just, like, cinnamon spray her. Like, I was gonna, like, blow it out of my hand and it's just fucking, like, clove directly to the eye. Because <laughs> uh, it's a noxious gas. Like, I blow off puff of noxious gas. So, yeah, from my palm. Uh, so what about must... cayenne? Oh fuck yeah.
1: Or is, ch- is chai also allergic to it?
2: <laughs> chai, we can we can put that forward. Yeah, chai is... no. Nah. No, she's she's well versed in the spice rack, so mm. I think she's fine. All right. Um, yeah, just a bit of like fucking like Kai, oh like ghost peppers, like Ooh. powder. <laughs> uh, so she must make a Constitution saving throw.
1: Does an eight do it? I'm gonna say no, probably.
2: No, <laughs> that doesn't does not pass. So she takes one D12 poison damage. Oh God, no, no, no! Uh, what is? Oh, it landed on an eleven.
1: That's not on the table. Oh,
2: for fuck's sakes, really? <laughs>
1: I'll, respect, I'll respect the. I'll respect the eleven.
2: It was a floor eleven immediately below the table.
1: You are
3: a, a kinder DM than I, sir.
2: I will reroll if everyone feels some kind of way about it.
3: Yeah, it's, it's his rules. He's the boss.
2: So then it was an eleven.
1: Hmm.
3: Now are you trying to feel? How to ben- figure out how benevolent you feel?
1: Hmm. <laughs> I just don't know what, like a, uh, uh, like. Eleven points worth of ghost peppers is like would do to somebody's eyes. You you, eye you like <laughs> you sort of
2: <sighs> yeah. It just melts. Cup it's like, your it's hands like the, forward,
1: yeah, and and it's like it's like
2: the scene from uh, uh which two which um Raiders. Raid, yeah, Raiders, where the guy just melts <laughs> <laughs> like that is what I picture.
1: Mm, it's a second uh, Indiana Jones reference. What we made tonight?
2: It's uh, part of my part of my business. Yeah, that, that's more Comes
1: That is that is more more or less what happens, and she she falls to the ground, sort of gasping for breath, uh, to the point where she stops moving, uh, and that takes us to oh, it was Fiona's turn. Now it's Gutterbird.
0: All right, all right. So Fiona, did you say Fiona stopped breathing?
1: Yeah, she I, I, she I got like a lethal dose. Things. She got a lethal dose of spiciness.
0: She did.
3: That's going to cause some heartburn. <laughs> oh, for
2: fuck's sake.
1: Just to recap, yeah. So you've got... Um, there's only two hostiles remaining. So Fiona... Sorry, yeah, Fiona's dead. Um, Charity, who stabbed you, it appears to be transfixed by Chai Spice uh, and has stopped attacking you. And uh, Hastings, the farmer who was rece- uh, you know, getting the visions... He is still technically in combat with Thaddeus, although at this point he's not armed. So those are the only two uh, targets remaining.
0: I'm going to count on the fact that there's no way I can roll another one. And I'm going... (laughs) Stop saying that. (laughs) (laughs) And I am going uh, once again... To uh, do, I want to fire a little Eldritch Blast, charity's way. I want to give her some charity.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'm equally terrified and excited for this roll, and I can't tell which number I'm rooting for you to roll. <laughs> okay, I got a stretch. Yeah. <clears clears throat> Limber it out, man.
1: <exacer>.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Dun Okay. I've
0: rolled a 10. You rolled a uh, 10. Plus a zero on the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Could plus, you imagine if it was an 11? <laughs> so I get a plus five as well, so that's going to be a low 15 action.
1: Plus six now that your oh, charisma has six. gone Ooh. up. going to edit my
0: sheet. Yeah. 16.
1: Yes. No mistake there. So you can roll your D10 and then add four to the total.
0: So that is going to be 10.
1: Wow! Ouch. Okay, so this Eldritch Blast casts uh, this Eldritch Blast catches Charity in the side of the head, and it just sends her oh, like shit. sprawling out onto the onto the ground, motionless. And that brings us back to Thaddeus.
3: So everybody's dead but Hastings.
1: <laughs> That's right.
3: Uh, Thaddeus is going to look around, like. Almost like with dis- di- complete disbelief. And just be like, uh, okay. Well, the man sold his farm.
1: <laughs> You're just going to have the
3: soliloquy
2: in the middle? The guy doesn't have a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, anyway, carry on. The
3: guy sold his farm, comes out here. We try to offer him some help in some capacity. They get mind controlled and attack us in the night, and we murder his whole family. I was gonna try and snap him out of it, but it's more of a kindness just to kill him, I guess. Don't wanna have him putting all that on his conscience, so I drop the <laughs> morning star and it's just a great sword. <laughs> <thought of. laughs> okay. Uh
1: thirteen. That'll do it.
3: Uh and yeah, we'll do a first-level divine smite just to
2: make sure I don't have to do this twice. Oh, wow. This change
1: Thaddeus Ulysses Gamble, the overkill killer. How you went from, like, non-lethal to <laughs> overkill well, so in the span of six is, seconds.
3: This is, this is the thing, right? Is it's like Thaddeus... Thaddeus is literally having the biggest problem with this, but he knows, at least he feels... That it's a greater, like, to have this guy come out of this fight, be brought back to consciousness with his decisions leading to the death of his brother, his wife, and his daughter. <laughs> just kind of, um, and then he's also lost the farm on top of it, right? It's not one of those things where you're just like, okay, maybe he's not going to go insane with grief.
1: Maybe. Yeah, you know what, that's that's a pretty pretty rough day. It's a pretty, yeah. pretty tough. A, that's what you call a Blue Monday.
3: Yeah, so Thaddeus <laughs> is gonna. Um, he's actually gonna, like. He's gonna. He's gonna. Like, his holy symbol's gonna, like, glow a little bit. The sword's gonna S- start to glow. So much preamble. Looks at. Uh, <laughs> looks at Hastings and just goes, well, at least I can say I tried. And he's just gonna put it straight through him. Straight through him chest wise? Yeah. All right. At, as like clean a kind of kill as you can. Did you
1: did you roll damage already?
3: Uh, I rolled nine on the uh, not smite, and then I've got. I, yeah, it's three. It's two, two d eight. It's three if he's undead, or mm. so that's another ten damage. Wow. And, and kind of as the sword goes through him, he's just like Brass, you son of a bitch.
1: Okay. So the the <laughs> this great sword attack. You remember how I said like in episode 2 when you were like uh, trying to obscure your tracks uh with your great sword and I said the snow was the easiest foe you've ever fought. I might have to update that.
3: <laughs> no, no, cuz I missed with the morning star. Uh, oh, <laughs>
1: true. Never mind.
3: <laughs> the snow is still my easiest enemy. <laughs>
1: Very true. You you look um, maybe like a, maybe a bit too comfortable with or a bit too skilled at uh, just completely murdering an unarmed civilian. It's efficient, um, and in the silence, you can hear Kyogen go. Well, that was unexpected.
2: I think I'll go up to Bear Hunter uh, and. Like, how did they, how did, how are you associated with them? How did they find you, like?
1: Mm. Tavern. <laughs> mm. Known around parts.
2: And were you just simply their escort?
1: He nods. They just paid, paid me to protect him on the road, but, uh, didn't see this coming. I have to say, I'm shocked. Well, <laughs> guess I'm not getting
3: paid. <laughs> What are you talking about? The money is probably all here.
2: That's true.
1: Good point. He did just sell his farm. Yeah. If you don't mind, I'm going to collect my payment minus the cost of one of these horses, and uh, I'll be on my way. I know that it's in the middle of the night, but don't feel like sticking around.
2: I feel like we're about to be in the same boat.
1: Okay, so... Um, Keoghan spends a minute sort of, uh, looking through the belongings in the, uh, in the carriage. Um, he finds some meager coin and he, he says, this is, this is me. Less the cost of a horse. You can take whatever you feel is of value. These were simple folks, so I don't think you'll find much. And then he, uh, he sort of unties one of the, like the, uh, the, the horse from the nearby tree and sort of... Gives you a little salute. Says, Godspeed.
3: Uh, Thaddeus gives him the predator handshake.
1: Oh, yeah, he gives it back. Yeah, 100%.
2: (laughs) Oh, it's just just what happens. I think, okay, so now that they have a moment, I think uh, Chai's going to be like, we should probably take the horses and whatever else, supplies we can find and get on the way. Um, But I just... And I'm gonna kind of like gesture to to like this family, and basically like this is why we have to prevent. This is part of the reason why we have to keep keep on this journey to find the remainder of the God's eyes, because this this will be everything. And I think what I'm gonna do is I'm going to uh, cast mold earth to dig in essence like a grave for them, uh, and put them together in it and then fill it back in and then i would like to druid craft some flowers on it
1: oh that's so nice
2: (laughs) i mean we did just murder them but uh they had it coming (laughs) they shouldn't have been so stabby stabby but yeah i think that's how i i would like to leave them just so that it's uh, i'm also just Chai's a little concerned because she had these stones in a in a lead box, and they were still able to tell that she that they had them so that's the concerning thing for Chai.
3: sorry i just looking at the map Tim sent us oh I
2: it's yeah
1: the tree in
3: the
2: middle of the mountains
0: when did he do that just now just now,
1: just now oh what's the tree oh, in the sure, middle of the mountains yeah. Oh, um, that's for. None your fucking business. Try to know.
2: Oh, sh- do I know? Spicy. Oh, was that? Oh, okay. Oh shit! This is so cool, Tim.
0: Yeah. I wonder if there's anything crazy under those clouds.
1: Mmm. Probably. Funny you should say. I don't know.
2: <laughs> so we are it's co- an airship. We're coming up from. Man, are you gonna, are what you gonna a bunch of us clouds. To tail? <laughs> How does
0: he keep up with the news like that? <laughs> West Keep Iron Hall, Stonegate. So where's any of the places that I'm familiar with?
1: Okay, um, yeah. Let, let me bring you up to speed on on uh, the stuff on this map. However, first, I'd like to know um, what your plan is for like the remainder of this. Night. You've got a whole lot of bodies that you're burying. And and then what? Uh, your your rest I, has been interrupted.
2: I think we should probably go a little farther in the direction we're going to go and then maybe sleep there. Put some distance
0: between
1: like us,
2: somewhere us and else, bodies. A, maybe yeah, just get some a little distance between us and the massacre location.
1: Okay, and then I'd- and then resume <laughs> your rest at that point? When you're, when you're a fair enough distance away?
2: Yeah, I think so. Makes sense. We've
0: looted some horses too, right? So we can put some pretty good...
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: Um, there was only... Okay, so there's... I'll say that there were, we're two horses. Yeah, um, uh, because I had a wagon. Kyogen took mm-hmm. one.
0: Ugh. Can a horse to hold all three of them? <laughs> Thaddeus <is>, can walk. <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk too. It's cool. It's fine. I'm not bothered.
3: Well, I was gonna. I was gonna say. Okay, we'll all you walk. Could leave horse. turn into a horse. Yeah, and but I'd have two horses for two people.
2: I don't know if I want to use all my wild shapes. Okay, I don't know what ship we're about to get into.
3: We're about to uh, travel and then have finish our long rest.
2: Okay, fine. I could turn into a horse.
1: Okay, so you got a horse. <laughs> fatal error. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, what else do we find?
1: Okay, so you find, um even though I'm not tracking this, you do find food rations. Uh, You find some commoner's clothing. Uh, You find a healing kit. Dibs. And you find 120 gold pieces.
3: (laughs) Approximately the cost of one farm.
1: (laughs) And you find uh, most, like everything else is kind of like stuff that you wouldn't really find useful. Uh, but you do find a, uh, a journal uh, that belonged to Hastings uh, in which he started to detail some of his visions, most of which he already expressed to you, so I won't bother uh, sort of repeating that. However, he did draw a fairly distinct sort of uh, outline of a mountain peak.
2: Okay. Okay. So that's where we will likely try and head.
1: That, that's coming with.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll take a peek at that peak.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: boy, 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 boy.
1: You continue on. You, you find a new location. You finish your long rest, which means you're going to be getting a little bit of a later start in the day. Uh, but you can sort of re- regain your hit points uh, and spell slots and wild shapes after that. Uh, and lucky points, and and, and luck your luck points. points for all the good that they did.
2: <laughs> Comic <Common> gold <laughs> is what they did. Okay, oh, bring them
1: back, bring them back. Thank God they
3: were so <laughs> useful. To they you. were so if helpful. You, if you roll a one every time you use a luck point, I am gonna live for this.
2: That's true. <laughs> can you imagine?
1: Ooh, like a bad bad luck feat.
2: Yeah, we can start calling them fuck points.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're all <laughs> fuck. Yep. So I'm sorry, sorry, do I get
0: did you say hit points come back after a long rest? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Good.
3: Yeah, that's why I didn't heal you. Thank you.
1: Okay. So uh I sent you a map and I will um I will also share this uh widely on the uh like the Facebook and Discord so everybody can el- else can see it. So you're sort of coming up this road that is to the right of Heart Valley. Uh Heart Valley is like this small um small little village um and the the drawings in Venn's journal and the writing in hastings journal uh, lead you to believe that the second starfall did come down actually over the border in Mistreach, reach um, in the mountains there somewhere um uh, what you'll see there's a there's a bridge that you can take to the, I guess, just to the east of Heart Valley. Uh, Stern's Keep is a little fortification and like a little uh, ferry goes across the river there to the other side uh, where a road continues on. Uh, There's a couple of settlements on the sort of like to the northwest through the pass there. We won't have to worry about those. Um, But Stonegate is the place that is closest to this Starfall um, location so that presumably is where you want to end up
2: I don't know Chai's kind of the like we have to get there now let's go 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 uh, so she's just gonna I think she just wants to mission uh, we might need like supplies at Heart Valley or Stonegate but I think that's keeping going in that direction is my main objective is that what everyone else?
3: Yeah, sure. It, it seems to make the most sense. I mean, we've got no reason in our travels to go to these other places, really. I except think... for maybe Heart Valley to get supplies and an understanding of the border.
2: Yeah, while we're doing this long rest, uh, there's a thing I would like to do. Um, but uh, other than that, this long rest, any any of the other long rests, I'll probably do a similar things. So that's why I want to. See where everyone else is at.
1: Uh, can I, I? I'll just I'll just sort of uh, spoil this a little bit. I mean, um, I don't think Chai would t- pro- probably wouldn't tell this to her companions that uh, tree, that weird looking tree in the. Uh, you know what that is, right?
2: Yeah, I assume that that's a, a special spot for us Fey people. Yeah. Ooh, treehouse.
3: Do you guys have, like, rope swings and shit?
2: I'm not telling you. It's for cool kids only, okay? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> That's why I should know.
2: No. You don't know the secret handshake of the Fate Wild, okay?
1: Uh, okay, so what's what What's your plan?
2: We're just going to keep moseying in that direction, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, on that first long rest, I want to look at the god's eyes. Okay. So, I would like to examine the two of them together and just see if there's anything, if they look the same, if there's any specific, I don't know, if there's anything I can determine about them. Like, does one feel like it's more natural magic? Does one feel like it's like evil magic? Like, I'm trying to get anything I can out of them.
3: (laughs) Can we summon Captain
2: Planet yet, or do we need another stone? I think we need (laughs) another stone. Maybe a ring, I think, as well. (laughs)
1: Uh you're not getting any strong vibes of like good or bad from them. I mean, I I think you're maybe a little intimidated by by them. It's like holding a like a a very unstable substance uh in your hands and you're you're not quite sure how it behaves, but uh you don't really pick up on any like sinister feelings from it from either of them.
2: And they look basically the same. Yep,
1: yep they they are unchanged.
2: I think I would like. <laughs> I was like what the fuck is going on? Um, I would like to try and cast just a little a little druid craft into like while trying to focus the spell through the stone trying to figure out how they work that we might like i feel like we might need a magic boost so i'm trying to figure out and they explode <laughs> or they might but <laughs> better that they be destroyed honestly in my in chai's mind so i think she's just gonna try and make a little little flower to cast it through the stone this is a tester
3: mm. is this is this going to be like the flowers and secret
1: of the use?
2: Yeah, this one might be like like a fucking like carnivore oh, and eat us to like, death. Do you be the of a basketball hoop?
1: Do you have do you have to use a spell focus to cast a can, cantrip?
2: I don't know. I think any Well, my magic's a little more innate, isn't it?
1: Mm, right, yes. That's true.
2: Do I? I don't even know the, if I technically uh, have a focus. Do druids have a focus?
3: They either have spell component, like a component poacher. Yeah, well, like yeah, like but, you, moments, but they don't have yeah. like
2: a. So yeah, I guess technically I do, even though it's it also part of intrinsically, me.
1: I'm a little torn now because I have like a table here. But I'm like, I don't know if, if a, a cantrip is juicy enough to sort of like wake up one of these things. Why don't we roll and, and see just see what happens? Um yeah, can you make an arcana check with disadvantage again?
2: Uh, <laughs> uh with disadvantage, it is an eight. Hmm. Okay.
1: Now how can I ask, like, how long are you um examining this prior to casting
2: i'd say probably i'm looking at these for like a good while i don't i'm very conscious of the fact i don't want these out of the box for very long like i'm not spending more than like probably 30 minutes doing this Mm. but i'd be studying it for about 30 and then trying this is like the last thing i do so i'll say
1: this and this is sort of like uh, like if you're if you're like examining it for about 30 minutes and trying and deliberately trying to get a better understanding of it um, to, of one of them um like I'll say that you can attune to it if you would like.
2: I I would like.
1: Okay, so what was your higher roll then?
2: Uh it was a 23. Oh, 22.
1: Ooh, wow. Okay, could you roll a d100 two times?
2: Ooh, Nelly. 27, mm-hmm. right?
3: I don't know, I can't read them.
2: And a 67.
1: Oh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Okay.
2: I caused the end of the world. Podcast over.
1: Uh, okay.
2: <laughs> oh, no. No, I don't like it when the DM laughs. I don't like it's it. It's already
1: over. Damn it. So you you don't feel like that the spell has any like that the spell itself behaves differently. However, you do feel this tingle of magic come from the stone, and suddenly you're terrified of the horse. You're terrified of the horse that you've taken.
2: (laughs) Yes. Okay. Uh,
1: So you 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 get up and you you know move like thirty feet away. And then, the, and then the feeling immediately fades. Okay. So you get up and run terrified of the horse, and then you're like, wait, it's just a horse. And, okay. And, you're, and you calm down again. So that's what happens.
2: Okay.
3: Oh, good.
1: <laughs>
3: this will end so well.
2: I, uh, I have a sneaking suspicion as to what, is, what might be going on. Sarah, not shy.
1: I mean, after, like, once you, once you realize, like, it was just, you, you immediately recognize that this was, like, a temporary sensation, and you look around, and you don't feel frightened of anything else. Uh, I will also say, while you're attuned to the god's eye, you can have plus one to your spell save DC.
2: Ooh, okay.
3: Now that's going to go away if she puts it back in the box, right?
1: I mean, if the if the intention of the box is to like contain the magic, like try to keep it separate from the outside world, it's almost like after a while it might be severing it, severing the uh, the attunement. I I don't know off the top of my head how long it takes. I think what is it like a day of being away from it? I'd have away to away from it.
2: it up. I think it sounds vaguely correct, but I I am less familiar as well.
3: I've <laughs> I've never known. How to unattune items, just how to attune more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the power. Okay. All right. Cool.
1: Uh, does, does, do either of your companions react when you uh, point at the horse and then flee?
3: <laughs> I thought we were asleep for this. Uh-huh. She's awake for four hours that we we're asleep for.
2: Yeah, I was doing it at night, but hmm. they could be awake. All right. Know. Fair we enough. Decide okay I think that is that is it for now
1: okay so why don't we uh, why don't we call it there where you're finishing your long rest your Chai is is talking herself down from being terrified of a a pack animal and in the morning you anticipate that you'll be able to uh, complete your journey to uh, what are those places that I made up Heart Valley and or Stonegate if you want. Um, Oh, we could make it all
3: the way to Stonegate?
1: On the, oh, um, like it would take you most of the day to get all the way there, but you could stop off in Heart Valley um, to get some intel or supplies if you'd like. Uh, But we can leave that for next time.